Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 220 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip. And I hope that that is the case for you today. That's our goal every single week. Those three E's are kind of our our yardstick. Did you ever, did you grow up with yardsticks? Yeah, I did. I did. Rarely did I use it for what it was meant, its intended purpose. Yeah, me neither. Normally, it was a sword. It was a sword sword most of the time. Yeah. Reaching things, you know. Right, exactly. (laughs) Guys, you have been blessing us with so many reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. And we can't thank you enough. And all I can tell you is there's like magic in that. It helps somehow. And so if you keep doing that, give us five stars and a nice review. Uh, somebody, uh, Coach Records sent me a screenshot. I don't think she posted it, but she was she was typing, Walmart, Brian, and Jen are the best. <laughs> she she should have posted that. That's a she compliment. Posted it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. So guys, it's Big Yonce. Yeah, always, every, every week. Yeah. Never, never gets old. No one ever gets tired of me, ever. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good week. I'm excited about this one, 220. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 220, man. We've got we got something new coming up today. Yes, we do. We got a new segment. Do I say the name or do we just wait? I, I let's just make him wait. Let's make him wait. We got a we got a new segment though, uh coming yeah. today. And then we've got the we got the old faves. You know, we're gonna yeah. be sharing some resources with you. We're gonna share some laughs with prayer concerns. Uh we've got another uh, edition of Anatomy, gonna be chatting through a meme that we recently posted. Um, and then uh, we're going to be sliding into the DMs. You got two lined up here today. Um, one is about vision, helping helping our volunteers have some vision, and then um, balancing new songs and you know, oh, yeah. kind of old songs. Not old, but you know, yeah, songs the already. Worship leaders in battle. The yeah, worship yeah, leaders yeah. battle. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, we got a lot of good stuff in store. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And speaking of good, I, dare I say, great? Mm-hmm. What's what's bigger than great? outstanding, phantasmic. Wow. That's that, a big, those, that's, right. Those, those, are big those, words. those words describe our friends at planning center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about planning center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about planning center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use people. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, 
Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Jennifer, mm-hmm. um, caught I'm me mid, to you Phoenix. caught me mid drink. <laughs> I thought I had a moment. <laughs> I'm coming to Phoenix. Yes. Yes, I'm you are. I'm coming to Phoenix. Uh, so this, when this airs, I will be in Phoenix. You will be. I will be, I'll be a desert man. You will be. Um, looks like we're going to have some beautiful weather for you too. Yeah, mild, it looks like, right? Pretty kind mild. mild. It, it, to yeah. you, it's probably my mom like would say, t-shirt my weather. My mom would have but... said, kind of mild. My mom <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're going to be hanging out in the 60s, upper 50s one day. That's that's lovely to me. It's a pleasure. That's yeah. a pleasure. And guys, all I can tell you is one of the reasons I'm in Phoenix is because we're doing something brand new. That's all I can say. And I, I am super, I am soups excited about it. <laughs> it is going to be epic. It is going to be epic. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. We've got that. Um, we've got, uh, hey, I, I'm not still there for right. this, but right. coming coming to Phoenix yes. is the experience one day. Yeah, right? experience conference one day. So you guys have heard us talk about experience conference a lot, you know, it's a conference that we absolutely love. And they're, they're uh, in addition to the normal conference that happens in the late summer this year, they're doing some one days. And so we have an experience conference one day happening in Phoenix on Friday, March 10th. Um, it's going to be really incredible. We've got Meredith Andrews coming, John Egan, Thrive Worship. Uh, there's some local Phoenix peeps that are helping to um, lead some workshops. And there's a really, really great lineup. So if you are in the Phoenix area or, hey, if you want to come spend a day or two in Phoenix, head on out, you know, come join us. March 10th. March would be a nice time. That is, it's, it, I can probably guarantee it's going to be beautiful weather. That is a great yeah. time to come here. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe you haven't been able to make it to, you know, a more lengthy conference. Maybe you're just looking for something real quick to refresh you, refresh your team. Join yeah. us, join us. You can uh, register at experienceconference.com. But yeah, I really hope to see you guys there. And if, if you do come, Jen will eat a rattlesnake. I, uh, you know, I didn't agree to that. I did not. I'll, you know, okay. So it's, it's being hosted over at Pure Heart Church and there's a, uh, a, a restaurant on campus. I'll eat some nachos if you come. That'll With rattlesnake do. on it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think so. With some grilled rattlesnake. No. Um, well guys, guys, we, uh, we're rolling out a new segment today and we're really excited. This segment is called Deep Dish. So if you know us only from the podcast, we started as a meme account. You know, one of our other segments, we're going to do that here in a minute called Anatomy, where we pack, we unpack a meme and and tell you about it. But we post things that are not memes Mm -hmm. as well. And so we, we, we felt the need to just create a space for us to kind of stretch our legs a little bit. Like what's going on? What are we thinking? What are we seeing? Um, Maybe it's related to the con, the, 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 one of, one of our accounts, maybe it's related to some something we went to, some concert, whatever. Mm-hmm. Today, to kick off Deep Dish, this is related to our, you know, we post these uh, these boxes on, on Sundays that it's our prayer for you and your team. Yeah. Right? And um, 
you know, you, you guys are, are super encouraging to us. The, the goal of those posts is just to be encouraging to you as you're kind of preparing your hearts and mm-hmm. you're preparing your, your gifts. And, you know, preparation is a, is kind of the worship leader's best friend, you know, yep. pre- prepare spiritually, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened this last week. Yeah. So uh, I posted a, a prayer. Um, so this one was written by me. I'm going to go ahead and read it just so everybody yeah. kind of has the context. I just said, uh, my prayer for my fellow worship and production leaders and teams, you are not responsible for whether or not people worship or engage in service today. Your job is to set an atmosphere where God can move. Do your best and let God take care of the rest. Um, and apparently my prayer <laughs> was very offensive. Very, to a couple of, very offensive. A, offensive a of to the point where my phone was blowing up while I'm at church uh, <laughs> trying to um, trying to worship. And, you know, here, here's what's tough. You know, you, you, you know this. You only have a certain amount of characters. You know, there's yeah, only yeah. so much that we can type in a box. And a lot of times when we put things out there like that, we are um, banking on our followers, knowing our hearts, <clears throat> being familiar with kind of the way we operate. And so when I wrote that, that's what I was banking on. Mm-hmm. Um, what seems to have set people off is the phrase, set the atmosphere. Um, and a lot of people have read meaning into it that was completely not there and not intended. Um, so yeah. I, I have a few thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a few yeah, thoughts. Yeah. When I said set the atmosphere, I was not talking about uh, emotionally manipulating people or uh, the presence of God. I wasn't trying to refer to us forcing anything to happen, that sort of a thing. When I say set the atmosphere, one, if you don't believe that there is an atmosphere that is important in a worship setting, then you need to go dive into the Bible just a little bit more. And when I say atmosphere, I'm not talking about our lights, our haze, our sound system. I'm talking about the posture of our hearts, how we come in to the presence of God, how we've prepared um, spiritually, how we've prepared set lists, how we've helped prepare our team. You know, if we just roll up on a Sunday morning, it's like, here we are. You know, to me, I kind of go, can God move? He absolutely can because he's not limited by us. But at the same time, are we stewarding um, as best we can what he has given us? You know, when I think uh, about setting an atmosphere, I look at the Old Testament in the temple. What was the point of all of the incense and and everything that they were doing? There was a, an environment that is conducive to quieting our hearts, getting ourselves in a right mindset and heart posture to worship. So when I said set the atmosphere, that was what my um, intention was. Another thought I had is, um, you know— People can, we can say things. None of us get everything right. You know, okay, yeah, I probably could have picked better words, but I'm a, I'm a flawed human. But the beautiful thing that we have to remember about God is that um, God is searching our hearts and our intentions. And that prayer, while it can encourage our followers and our friends, that prayer was offered up to God who searches our hearts and our intentions. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not an excuse to be theologically inaccurate. That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, somebody who has offered up a prayer earnestly and um, in hopes to encourage other people, but also, you know, help strengthen other believers, that sort of a thing. To me, I kind of go in that moment when all of those comments blew up, the God who searches our hearts and intentions, I just can't help but wonder where he found offense, whether he found it in me using the phrase set an atmosphere or if you found it more with the people who were believers, maybe I think a couple of them were pastors who are arguing 
violently <laughs> in a comment section uh, over a, a couple of words. And, you know, so again, not trying to just like be, you know, mean here, I'm willing to go, okay, I probably could have picked some better words. But at the same time I go, you know, we've got to remember what it is that we're doing here. We've got to remember the Lord is, you know, seeking again. I, I I even thought I had so many thoughts on Sunday, honestly, Brian, I had to almost like shut my phone off because (laughs) I was so irritated. Look at the woman who broke the alabaster jar at the feet of Jesus. That was, uh, that was disorderly. That was inappropriate in the, in the eyes of everybody who was watching. She had crossed the line. She didn't do it right. You know, she wasn't in the temple offering her animal sacrifice. She was at the feet of Jesus. And again, I do think because the Lord searches our hearts and he knows our intentions, he, he received her worship and the the Pharisees sat in judgment. And again, I think I've said this in, in the context of worship, but I'm going to also now apply it to prayer that we need to be careful when we sit in the seat of judgment against someone else's offering of worship or prayer or that sort of thing. We really need to be careful when we're in that mm. place. Yeah, absolutely. So my take was just a little bit different than yours because okay. I was the person manning the account that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, you were. <laughs> so in the responses from our page, that is all me. Okay. So let me, let me just say something about our comment section. If you come into the comments and you come in hot Mm -hmm. and we offer an explanation to you, I don't know that there is a need to continue to to rebut that, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple times on multiple comments and, you know, getting into it with other followers. And I, I'm as Jen's, I'm not sure that's the most honoring approach. And, and, um, you know, again, if you have a question, ask the question, we want to be discerning. We want to be right. We want to be, uh, you know, we, we are, we are working to steward this thing. I, I think if you've never, if you've never been uh, behind the wheel of an account like this. Mm-hmm. And it, look, this is what God has called us to do. I'm here for it, right? Right, right. It's my my full-time job. Uh, it, but if you've never been behind the wheel of something that is, is for this broad of an audience, mm-hmm. you probably don't fully appreciate what it's like to man the account or the DMs or the comments or whatever uh, in, in a setting where, where people are really just hammering and and they're not listening to your explanation. Right. They are just incensed and and really fixated on yeah. misunderstanding. They're, yeah. they're just going to misunderstand it. So right. Right. um yeah, I mean if you come in and and you have a question, ask it, man. Mm-hmm. Ask it. Mm-hmm. And we will uh you know, we'll we'll give you an explanation. We got nothing to hide. Right. Um but Probably that should be it. I yeah, mean, I don't yeah. know that we really need to keep keep on right. keeping on. Well, you know, and I was thinking, the- I'm like, we we're here to entertain, encourage, and equip. We're not here to engage in arguments and that and that sort of a yeah. thing. And so, like yeah. you said, we do our best to kind of let's offer an explanation, especially when people have so completely missed the point. Yeah. They really have missed the point. And this happens occasionally with memes too. We usually offer some sort of an explanation, you know, hop in there like, hey, sorry, you kind of misread this, but we're not, we're not about the arguing, you know, we're just not about that. That doesn't fit in, that doesn't fit in with our vision. So, but I will say to those two brothers, thanks for the engagement. (laughs) 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 So this was like you said at the beginning, could you probably have used a different word? You could have, this was like your sloppy wet kiss moment. It was. It was your reckless love moment. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, conflict makes me uncomfortable. Um, but <laughs> if you if you come in hot, I will meet you. Yeah. Where you are. Yeah. And um, yeah, these 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 guys got a little. Yeah. Outside their outside of themselves. Right. So right. That's our first installment of Deep Dish, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> There'll be more to come. Uh, well, let's hop into the next segment of the podcast. We call it Anatomy. Anatomy is brought to you by our friends at Elation Lighting. Elation is a fantastic company that has also been a sponsor of Free Church AV from the beginning. Since 1992, Elation has developed and engineered the most complete toolbox of conventional and intelligent stage lighting, LED lighting, and video and atmospheric effect products for many industries, including houses of worship. The new KL Profile FC features over 10,000 lumens, full-spectrum color mixing, and ultra-wide zoom range of 6 degrees to 50 degrees. So, no matter the distance from the light to your platform, Elation has you covered. This fixture also includes 10 glass gobos. Elation's mission is simple. Provide the best in-class products and superior customer service, supporting churches and designers with the tools they need to achieve their vision. Check out the new KL Profile FC and the whole array of Elation products at the link in our bio. So uh, if you only, again, as I said in Deep Dish, if you only know us as a, a, a podcast, we have got a whole other side to this that is our our meme account on Instagram at Worship Leader Probs. Um, uh, we're doing a little battle on TikTok right now. So when that account comes back, it will be at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. It's Worship Leader Probs on Facebook. You can, you know, engage with us in all those all those places. So uh, we post these memes. That's how we started. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Anatomy, we talked to you a little bit about a, a recent meme and what, where it came from and all, all manner of memory. Yep, so yep. Uh, we posted, uh, we posted a, a video <laughs> of, uh, of, of a team. I think it's in rehearsal. The team is uh, singing the song glorious day. They pan the camera around and the bass player is laying flat on his back playing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's engaged. He's just, he's, he's just, just laying down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I was impressed, honestly. <laughs> It just absolutely impressed because he's he's right on. Got the foot going and time <laughs> and everything. And, man. and he's just laying laid back playing and stuff. And uh, we had a lot of uh comments on this one. Um and I'm trying to see so many people were really, really amused by it. Um I had said on there watching that video as a keyboardist, it made me envious because we don't ever get to lay down and take a break. Right. And then someone suggested getting a keytar, which that has been something <laughs> I've wanted for years, honestly. Josh has been okay. like, what are you going to do with a keytar? I'm like, I don't know. I just want you it, okay? You need a keytar. Right? You need a keytar. I know. Start to go find me, you guys, because I don't think I can talk Josh into that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. So, you know, we're a meme account. We're going to post stuff like that. Yeah. If you have a video of maybe where something didn't go quite as planned or something unusual happened in your service, or you have an idea for a meme, DM that to us on any of the socials. Uh, you can also email it to us, info at worshipleaderprobs.com. So that's anatomy, guys. Anatomy, good times, good times. Brian, do you know what else is good times? What else is? I think it's time for prayer concerns. 
Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So prayer concerns, guys, you you are the authors of this segment of the podcast. And I will tell you, you do an unbelievably masterful job of sending us those moments where maybe you have an interaction with somebody at church and they're just not down with it's it's it'd be the church equivalent to what happened with the prayer post this week. You know, you've mm-hmm. got a you you got somebody maybe <laughs> Elsie's not happy that you didn't sing a hymn or it was right. too loud or the lights were in her or maybe it's somebody complaining that you did too many hymns, you know. Occasionally that's going to happen too. You're going to my uh, one of my mentors used to say you always know you're walking down the middle of the road when the barbs are hitting you on both legs. <laughs> yep, yep. And so we we take these comments that we get from people all over the world and we share them anonymously on the podcast. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com and submit yours there. Uh, Just click on the prayer concerns tab. We'll never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I'm a worship leader who rarely sings lead. One time when I did sing lead, a church visitor told me after the service, well, even the Beatles let Ringo sing now and then. (laughs) Ringo. That's pretty savage, man. Wow. That that is pretty savage. Man, that's a savage comment right there. It's pretty savage. It's also though kind of clever. I give them points for that. It's kind of clever. They shouldn't have said it, but it was a hilarious thing to say. So (laughs) all right, number two, prayer concern number two. A congregant came up to me to thank me for worship after the service. She said, You sang great. This is the first time I think I've ever seen you not pregnant on the stage. Guess it's time to have another one. (laughs) I've been on the teams multiple times a month and my baby is eight months old. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Guess it's time to have another one. Oh, no, no, no. Guys, again, I feel like I've said it before, but let's just not make comments like that when it comes yeah, to pregnancy just and just appearance. Just, let's just generally appearance. Generally stay is, away. Yeah. Let's like your church probably has systems in place to address mm-hmm. appearance stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's guidelines or conversations or whatever it is. So probably it's not up to you. Yeah. Right? That's just not yeah. and not a lot of touching. No. Not a lot of excessive. No. While we're touching. on it, yeah, no touching. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, I have a younger sister. I had the younger sister of an acoustic guitarist on our worship team reach out to me a week before Christmas. Her brother has never asked to do anything other than play acoustic guitar. She said to me, you should let him sing. If you heard him sing, you would know that he is way better than you. 
<laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's, wow. That's, wow. That, now speaking of savage, that's the, that's a little burn you action aud- right there, That's man. audacious. That is just, That is audacious. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that would be an instant no for That's me. That's a little just, penalty box. Just, penalty yeah, box a little penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four, prayer concern n- number four. Two weeks ago, we had a discussion on stage in the mics about what Kia song was in. <laughs> <laughs> was it during service? Like what? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like mic'd up, baby. Oh my god. Let's talk gosh. about it. Let's unpack let's, this for yeah, the people. Let's, let's just do this. Yeah, right here seems like a good... <laughs> place and time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my Lord. Okay. Here's the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup prayer concern number five. And it says, I was getting the technology set for our worship team before they arrived on a Sunday morning. The first member of the team came in and opened the conversation with, you know, I was thinking, and please don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> You're really not ready to be a senior pastor. To which I responded, well, thank you, especially since I'm not a senior pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and have no plans of being a senior pastor. So just, Jen, I just wanted well, you to know, just, and don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> you're really not meant to be an NFL linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's, that, that's the first thing that, that they had to say. Just Right. <laughs> not, and please I, don't take it the wrong yeah, way. Not, I appreciate you being here and getting things set. No. Hey, don't take this the wrong way, but Lord help us. Oh, Lord man. help us. Fam, those are prayer concerns. Please keep sending yours in. Uh, you can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns, Tim. Maybe buy some merch while you're there. Yeah. Um, and please continue to send yours in. Uh, we love that you entrust us with the the privacy of that. And we will uh, we will always honor that. Well, it's time for the next segment. We call it sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. Well, guys, our, our DMs are always open. And that's one of the one of the really cool surprises of this account has been how often you guys jump in to uh, ask questions or entrust us with, hey, I'm wrestling with this, or hey, how do you how do you do this? Or how do you structure this? Or have you ever faced this before? Mm-hmm. Um, we do unpack a lot of that stuff in our private Facebook group. Yeah. Um, if you just alert, look for Worship Leader Probs, uh, it's a private group, a community group on uh, maybe, I don't remember what it's, is it called that? Is it called? The the, the community group? Yeah, what's it called? The WLP? It's, 
It's called Worship Leader Probs Community. I should have known the answer to that, I'll be yeah. honest with you. That's a little flaw in my preparation. <laughs> uh, come after me in the comments. You didn't set um, the atmosphere. I didn't set... I, <laughs> um, so uh, it's called Worship Leader Probs Community. Join it, answer a couple of really basic lead, uh, you know, membership questions, and then we'll get you, we'll get you plugged in. But um, our DMs are always open. And so we have a couple today here uh, to tackle. Um, the first one... Uh, somebody wrote in on Facebook and it says, our worship team has no clear vision. How do we help to shape that vision as volunteers? Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, as uncomfortable as it would be, I think a conversation with the leader is necessary, yeah. you know, because yeah, maybe the definitely. leader thinks that they have a vision or that the vision is clear. And so if the volunteers are feeling no, it's not, then the first step is a conversation with the leader. What you don't want to do is come up with, you know, group up with some of the other volunteers on the team, you guys come up with what the vision should be and look like, and then you present it. Because honestly, that's not really um, your place. Now, obviously, hopefully you have a relationship where you can, you know, hey, I have some suggestions or, or whatnot, but definitely a conversation with the leader is, is needed. It's warranted. Yeah. And it, it can be like a, a, please don't take this the wrong way <laughs> conversation, or it can be a, hey, um, is, is there a way we can be helpful right. to, to support this and, and help to, um, uh, you know, and help you as you're like calling right. our, our team to right. deeper service or deeper commitment or whatever. Right. Um, you, you can, you can ask that in a really kind, yes, kind you can. respectful way, you know, yeah. which I, I would of course be an advocate of. Yeah. You um, could just say, what, can you clarify it? And then how can we yeah. help? And how can we help Yep. implement it, you know, as we are kind of boots on the ground, you know, mm -hmm. how can we, how can we help you do that? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's great. I mean, you know, sh you know, leaders, leaders have lots of targets on their back. Mm -hmm. There are times and, and look, they get lots of, you're, you're never as good as your best press clipping and you're never as bad as your worst. Right. So, you know, you know, leaders get lots of arrows. Mm -hmm. Um, they get, uh, lots of people kind of coming at them to lobby for things. They get, and so the, the more you can be uh, supportive, yeah. encouraging, you know, I'm only coming to ask this question because I want to, I want to be an encouragement to the team and to you as our leader. I mean, yeah. as, as, as much as you can couch things in that sort of a, a voice, I would really, really. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, that's so true. So much of it is like you said, how, how you approach it. So yeah, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Uh, so we got another one today, another DM. Um, and they were, uh, this came to us, uh, when we took questions on Instagram, um, and it's talking about balancing between introducing new songs while also using songs that your church already knows, like kind of how, how often should you be, uh, introducing new songs? Like, what is that balance typically look like. Mm -hmm. um, so I can tell you from, this is just my philosophy. And, and look, I have, I happen to have a podcast, so I get to tell you about my philosophy. That doesn't mean it's the only way to do it yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. um, short of me telling you that the Bible is the, you know, infallible word of God. That's, that's pretty absolute, but other, all this other stuff, this, this is meant to get you thinking. Like, right. I, I don't, I don't know that I, within reason, I don't really care about the specifics of your process. I just want you to have a process, right? Yeah. I want you to have thought that through. So this is for me, like, 
I think, first of all, you have to know your congregation. Mm -hmm. Um, So believe it or not, if you are on the younger side, there was a day when worship music was not played on Christian radio all the time, like it is now. And every Christian artist was not a worship leader, like kind of they are now. And Mm -hmm. so um, the, the teaching of, of music songs has changed dramatically. Like over my time in ministry, Jen, you've maybe probably seen some of that too. Mm -hmm. Like in my first church, we, we didn't project lyrics until, right. Gosh, right before I, I left there, maybe in 2000 or 2001. And so, you know, you, it's just teaching a song back then was a, you were starting totally from scratch. Mm -hmm. Um, now, you know, if you're going to teach, uh, let's say you're going to teach Holy Forever, that new Tomlin song, there's a really good chance that a, that a good chunk of your congregation has heard it right. a bunch of times yeah. by the time you teach it. And so, so that that has that has changed the way we teach songs. And so mm-hmm. I say all of that to say, you got to know your congregation. Mm-hmm. Every congregation has their own kind of a worship IQ. Like they pick stuff up really fast or it takes a few weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I was probably, uh, if I taught more than, if I, if I taught more than two songs in a month, I, that was probably something that got away from me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, that was just the nature of my congregation. Um, and what I would do is I would, I would, I, sometimes we would introduce it like as a special, special mm-hmm. music. Uh, sometimes we'd have them sing along with us on pieces of it, or maybe sing along on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then we would do it the next week again, mm-hmm. uh, which just kind of helped it because, you know, your, your average church member is coming to church. Like, what is it? Like 1.3? Yeah. It's like not even twice Some, a month now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're, if you do it, if you happen to teach a new song and you're doing it two weeks in a row, you're going to, you know, maybe hit a decent chunk of your congregation. And so right. I think thinking through that balance, like if you're going to teach, teach something new, man, I would work really hard to find something that fits into your, your theme, uh, theologically and musically, but that something is familiar. You know, right. I, I try to try to follow it with something that's familiar. That's kind of right. my two, two yeah. cents on them. And I think that, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. You have to kind of know your congregation. I read something a few years ago and it was, it was, it was kind of giving a statistic that most um, congregations, your general lay person, they're about two years or like two projects behind where you're at. So we, as, you know, worship leaders and, you know, worship volunteers, we're constantly listening to what's the newest, you know, Tomlin, what's the newest Bethel, what's the newest, you know, whoever, and we're up to date on it. But a lot of times the general public is still, you know, a, a couple yeah. years behind. And so what happens is we hop on a new song, we do it a few times. And then because we're creatives, we tend to get sick of it quick. Right. And then boom, right. we toss it out and we're on to the new song. So I would just say, we have to remember that, you know, yes, we are, um, we're worshiping the Lord first and foremost, but also a big part of our job is helping our congregation and so, so much of what we do isn't about our preferences and and what we like, or if we're sick of a song and, oh, we're done with this, we don't want to do it anymore. Like, we really have to be mindful of our um, our congregation and helping them to, to connect. Um, I, I do, I, I agree with you. Like the amount of songs you introduce a month. Uh, yeah, I think you have to be be careful how many you're doing. And because again, we we do these songs day in and day out. We know them inside and out, but not everybody does. 
Um, I would say there's times a year that I at least used to avoid teaching new songs that were going to be like a permanent part of the rotation. A lot of times, like during the Christmas season, I didn't want to introduce a new song because Christmas season is already kind of weird anyway. You're doing Christmas worship and you're weaving in, you know, uh, carols and hymns and and that kind of thing. The music already kind of shifts in a different direction. So like that time of year, I was like, I'm not going to introduce something new because to a visitor, it could, they could walk in and go, I don't know anything they're doing. Like, I don't know what this song is. I don't know what, you know, whatnot. So there was times a year too, where I'd kind of go, this might not be the best time. So I would try to be strategic with, you know, when I'm going to introduce something new. And then I always kind of followed that same rule that you did, um, introduce it one week, repeat it again the next week. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. I would take a week off and then I would do it again. Yeah, And then after that, it's in kind of, okay, now it's in our regular rotation because hopefully doing it three out of four weeks, you've hit the majority of your congregation, you know? Yeah. One thing you were always great at too, I would notice, um, you know, in your last church, because I followed on the Facebook account is you guys would put out there, hey, we're introducing this song this weekend. And you would put a link to, you know, a video on YouTube or where people Mm -hmm. could listen to it ahead of time. And I think that that's really, really helpful. It it helps people listen and feel like they come in already knowing. It helps them also to come in and feel like they can instantly participate. And it helps to move them beyond kind of spectating or that awkwardness of feeling like, I don't know what this is that they're doing, you know? So that's a great, that's a great, uh, tool to use to, to help bring your congregation mm-hmm. along with you. Yeah. Fam. I mean, use your social, use your socials to, to, yep. to help engage your, your congregations. I mean, and that's really good. Like, like you hear a song that you really like and you, you listen to the song. What's the first thing that you many times will do after the song finishes? Play it again. Yeah. Um, and so oftentimes I think we, like Jen said, you know, we're listening to these songs all day, you know, multiple days a week or whatever. Our congregations are not walking with us through that process. And so they don't have, uh, they don't have the, the repetition that, that we have with the song. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, keeping in mind, um, you know, the first thing people do is hit play it again. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it's, if it's something that really is, is good and lands and, and hopefully you're doing your due diligence to, to know your, your congregation and you're, mm-hmm. you're picking songs that, that fit in, in those categories and, and they're songs that your congregation will respond to and they're true and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would just remember, you know, you know, be, be gentle with, with those folks. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're your church people. And we, we make fun of some of the stuff on prayer concerns. I realize that. Um, but you know, be, be gentle with them, you know, teach them, you know, there are lots of ways to maybe your, maybe your church is a, is a song is, is the kind of congregation where you're just going to take the chorus of a new song mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I want to teach you something. You got a guitar player or you are a guitar player or whatever you're playing just teach them the chorus a few times. And then the next week you add the first verse Like you know, no, just knowing your church right. is a huge part of, of when to introduce, how many to introduce. Um, and again, you know, just be, just be mindful of that because I think it can, when you introduce too many songs, Jen hit this on the head just a minute ago, like it, it is going to turn your people into spectators. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. You know, we had a prayer concern the other week where the guy was like, I don't know with this fancy music. I don't know when my voice is supposed to go up and right. when it's supposed to go down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like give them a, give them the benefit of the doubt, give them a couple of shots at it. And, and um, yeah, that's yeah. a, I think that's, that's some good, 
food for thought on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. new versus old songs. Yep. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 220. Man, 220 every That's week. Crazy, man. Every week. I'm That's just crazy. I'm in awe. I just am in awe. Such it's a, crazy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, guy, you guys were around for, uh, on New Year's Eve, we hit a million listens. Mm-hmm. Um, those those numbers are crazy. I, you know, to God be the glory, all yeah. of that. It's yeah. not about us, but um, that just is amazing to me. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys. And like Brian said earlier, uh, go ahead and hit subscribe wherever it is that you're listening. That way you don't ever have to search for us. We're right there. And head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. You know, drop some emojis in the comment. You don't even have to say anything. Just... Uh, five-star rating, nice review. It just helps us out, helps get the message of the podcast out yeah. in front of more people. Yeah. You know, is that, 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 that algorithm is stingy sometimes. It just is, it is. you know? Can so, be. Um, can be. yeah, we don't want people to have to need a treasure map to search for us. So your, <laughs> your stars, your ratings and your reviews definitely, definitely help. Um, and thank you so much for following us on all of the socials, for um, engaging with us, you know, even, even like that the other day. <laughs> We, yeah. we will take the engagement. We'll take the engagement. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, you can find us at Worship Leader Probs on um, Facebook and Instagram, uh, over there on TikTok. And you can even find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah. And guys, we've been telling you about our friends, Maven Media Productions. They're just amazing. Um, it, you know, they're doing, they do so much for us. Like, hey, we need a we need a logo for prayer concerns. Bam. Mm-hmm. It's there. Yeah. Hey, we need graphics for this week's podcast. Bam. It's there. And they're amazing and excellent. Hey, we need Jen eating a rattlesnake, holding a guitar. <laughs> Bam. It's there. And you know, all the editing of our podcast, like they just do, they have such a wide skill set and yeah. they're doing all kinds of stuff to serve and help local churches. Mm-hmm. So I hope you'll check them out, mavenmediaproductions.com. They're fantastic folks. They'll crush it for you. And thanks to my friend Scott Hope for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks so much for listening to episode 220. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.